What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Not Even D2. Today we have standout player for Oswego State University, Jeremiah Sparks. Sparks has some experiences not many basketball players get to experience. Stay tuned to hear about Oswego's run last year to the Elite Eight, what the sixth-ranked team in the country is focused on, and his SUNYAC rivals. Appreciate you tuning in and enjoy the episode. We got my boy Jeremiah on the show. How are we doing today? Doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. We're super excited to have you on. Appreciate your time. Before we get into Oswego, your basketball um, career there, I want to talk about you're from Jordan, New York, and how do you think that influenced your game and your outlook on basketball? Uh, I mean... I think it, I think my community definitely helped me uh, push myself more and uh, want it a lot more. But I think um, just playing, so I've moved around a little bit, played in different areas. Uh, I play a lot in Syracuse, played a little bit in North Carolina. I've been to Buffalo, I've been to Rochester, never been down to the city. But I think just playing different sty- uh, styles of basketball to help develop my game. So I think North Carolina, they play at a slower pace. And it like it kind of helped me get smoother. And then I came back up here and we play at a pretty fast pace. So now I've just got to figure out adding the smoothness with slowing down and playing with the pace and stuff like that. But I think yeah. you can take something from everything. Yeah. So you've been around different areas, different games of basketball. What stood out about Oswego that made you want to commit to play there? Uh, I mean, the, their winning tradition. I mean, they were – I wasn't heavily recruited, so, um, yeah, I didn't have much choice, and Oswego was definitely my best choice, and I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah. You talked about that you weren't heavily recruited. Do you feel that you should have been recruited? What was the reason why you weren't – your name wasn't out there? I mean, of course I think I should have been more recruited, but, I mean, at the end of the day, um, not everybody can be at every place, and there's a lot of basketball being played around the world, and a lot of kids are being looked at, so – I think that's got to do something with it. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, I definitely thought I stood out. I mean, I didn't make any highlights or reach out to any coaches. My my high school coach actually did that for me, which helped me out with the the ones I have now. So I want to thank him for that. So Yeah. So I was doing a little research about you, and I noticed that you took, like, a gap year during the 2020-2021 season. Um, was there any specific reason why you – weren't playing that year or what was what was that about yeah so actually division three um during COVID got cut short so um we didn't like some some leagues didn't have a season so we were one of the leagues that didn't have a season so we didn't even get to be in the gym or nothing so that's just how it falls yeah do you think that had a positive or negative impact on your game or you just went with the flow I mean, I definitely think it had a positive impact on my game. I got a year to develop and get smarter and realize some things I need to work on and stuff like that. I mean, I definitely think I took advantage of it, um, even though you're supposed to be in the house. I'm still playing basketball, so, but yeah. All right. So fast forward, you're in your last year and you were preseason fifth team All-American. What are you trying to prove this year? I mean, I just want to prove that our team – has potential to win it all and um 
I mean, I had nothing to prove myself. I mean, I just, I really want to win with the team and finish out my year with the team, honestly. Yeah, I feel you. I respect that. You know, a lot of guys, they're focused on their individual stats and how they can get their name out there. But you're you're a good guy to worry about your team and how they're doing before yourself. No, yeah, for sure. And Oswego was ranked preseason six in the country. Do you guys feel any sort of pressure or need to win? Is it like a all or nothing type of year? Talk to me about being ranked six in the country. Uh, I mean, there definitely is pressure with it. Um, at the end of the day, there's going to be a bigger target on your back if you're nationally ranked. Uh, it's going to look on, good on a team schedule if they beat you. Um, yeah, I mean, being I mean, being six is like, I mean, what happened last year and we ended up losing two games early in the season. So it just it, like being ranked six really like isn't our focus. It's just by taking game by game, making sure we win every game, because at the end of the day, to get to the tournament, you have to win your conference championship. And if you don't win your conference championship, you got to have a pretty good record to get in that large bit. So, yeah, our is just making sure we take game by game, make sure we um, set ourselves up to succeed later on down the road. Yeah, I got you. Taking that game by game, are there any specific games that you're like you have circled in your calendar and you're looking forward to? I mean, it's always fun playing against good teams. So, I mean, I do want to see Brockport. I know they got some stuff going on over there, and um, they've always been a good team against us. So, um, I'm excited to play them every year. And uh, yeah, I mean. I'm excited to see where the season goes. I know I got some. We actually play St. Lawrence coming up soon. I'm excited to play them. We got a couple boys on those teams. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of people are shifting to Division Three, so it's a lot more familiar faces I'm seeing on the courts and stuff like that. So it's definitely like better seeing people I know and playing yeah. with people I know. No, I I definitely feel that like before you you really wouldn't hear anything about Division Three, but now there there's a real media there's more players that are interested in playing at that level besides just overlooking it so it definitely has made competition a lot stronger Nah, big buzz for sure yeah so consecutive years past two years Oswego has made far runs into a tournament you lost in the sweet 16 and you lost in the elite eight what does Oswego need to do to be able to keep advancing in the tournament and beat those top ranked teams um just really just staying together staying composed um and enjoying the moment because if you get past it then it'll be gone before you know it so definitely enjoying the moment living living every minute of the 40 minute game and giving it your all i mean play with your heart and hopefully you get the results yeah do you have like a favorite game or memory playing in the ncaa tournament i mean I did. I mean, I did go crazy in the Elite Eight game, so I was I was pretty. That probably be my most memorable one. Yeah, t- talk to me about that Elite Eight game. What what were you doing? What was your team? What, why did the outcome not go your way? I want to hear about that game. Oh yeah. So actually, the game before we played uh, Randolph Macon, which was the number one team in the nation, and they had a sixty four game home win streak. They were hosting for the tournament, like. It's a really like big anticipated game, like shit like that. So I mean, we ended up beating them, and then the next day it's like 
you don't have enough scout. I mean, you don't get enough scout to on the other team. And then, I mean, I'm not going to blame it on that. But we also got in foul trouble. Um, yeah, I mean, we didn't we didn't rebound the ball as well as we could have. Um, we definitely had a lot of chances to win. And, yeah, I mean, a couple guys got fouled out. The guys gave me the ball later, laid down clock, tried to get us back and ended up getting a last shot with like five, four seconds left, a little turnaround mid-range in the, in the lane and just in and out. So yeah. Tell the cookie crumble. So has that been, has that game been in your mind out this whole off season? Did you move past from it instantly? How does it feel to lose in such a heartbreaking fashion like that? I mean, it, I mean, it definitely hurts, um, but it definitely makes you more hungry. Um, Gives you that drive you need. Sometimes, like, winning all the time isn't good. You need adversity. You need ups and downs to progress and get better. So I definitely take it as a blessing, and I'm going to use it as that. Yeah. I want to circle back to something we talked about. So you played the number one team, and then the Elite game, Elite 8 game was right after that? Yeah. So, so we – so. For Division three, it's uh, it's a Friday Saturday thing. So, um, so you would play the round of sixty four Friday, and the host there would be a host school that hosts four teams. So there would be what sixteen host schools for the first round. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, sixteen. Yeah, I think that's the math. And so they play they play Friday. The two winners play the next day Saturday on that court again. Obviously, because you're staying out there, you're traveling and stuff like that. And then for the Sweet 16, um, it's it still goes by the seating. So, and it's a little politics like travel and stuff like that, expense. But so Randolph Macon was a host school for the Sweet 16. We ended up beating them. Then we played Wisconsin Whitewater in the Elite Eight. But if we beat Whitewater, the Final Four in the championship game would have been in like Fort Wayne. I'm pretty sure. Word. So it would have been the next weekend. It would have been Friday, Saturday. I wanted to talk about this because you said, like, we didn't get a full probably week to scout a team. And so you play Friday and you're scouting just for the number one team. And then the next day, it's like that morning you first learn about what they're good at, how you're going to stop them. So it's definitely tough playing back-to-backs because you don't have that full preparation that you would if it was just the first game. Yeah. Yeah, so that that definitely, it like you said, you can't blame it just on that, but that definitely has an effect on how good your team plays, how fresh your legs are, things of that nature. Uh, I mean, a lot of things have an effect. I mean, after coming off that win, I mean, it's a big win. Everybody's happy. Um, you're kind of on a little high, and you got to come back down and be grounded, and we got grounded. Yeah. Not the way we wanted to, but hey. Before we talk about, Um, some Suniac battles and playing in that conference. Let's take a quick break. All right, we're back. Um, I want to talk about playing in the Suniac, one of the best um, conferences in New York. Do you have any conference rivals, whether that be a certain player or a certain team in the conference? Um, I definitely, um, I definitely respect all the teams in the Suniac. Um, I definitely think Brockport and Oneana would be my two. Um, yeah, I definitely think Brockport and Oneana. Oneana is a 
usually a physical team likes to rebound. So got to be really locked in for that one. Um, and Brockport, their energy is just kind of unmatched. So you really got to be locked in if you want to play well. So Yeah. So is it just strictly about the battles that you guys play within each other? Or is it, you know, that there's more at stake in those games? Or is it you have some prehistory with those teams? What is it about those those games specifically? Uh, I mean, there's not much. Every game's every game's basically the same to me. Um, you got to win it. You can win. You can lose. Um, yeah. But uh, for Oneana, I mean, when I was a freshman, they were like I think they were the second in the second in the conference, and then we had, ended up going up there and beating them. And I had like twenty three nine and eight as a freshman. Wow. So, so now when I play Oneana, I kind of just hold that chip on my shoulder and try to hold myself to that standard. And with Brockport, honestly, they, they get the best of me most of the time. So I really need my get back. So I'm looking forward to that. I mean, maybe personal get back, but you guys, you guys definitely have been controlling that matchup. I think since your time being at Oswego. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they beat the shit out of my freshman year. I'll tell you that. (laughs) They beat us up my freshman year. They were really good. That's the, they had the team that went to the Sweet 16. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they were. I mean, the COVID didn't stop them. I don't think. I don't think nobody was beating them. Yeah, but no, that that team definitely was crazy. Um, COVID definitely had a great impact on the future of all those players in that team specifically. Yeah, we play, we play St. Lawrence a lot. Like that's our non. We play St. Lawrence as a non-conference game. So I kind of look forward to that one. They play two-three zone. So um, yeah, yeah. That that two three zone. What is your, what are you trying to attack when you see a two three zone? Is it, uh, are you playing at the high post? Are you playing in the wing? Are you playing in the dunker spot? Uh, I mean, we got a I got a lot of different guys on my team that do a lot of different things well. So sometimes I'll be in the high post. Sometimes I'll be on the wing. Um, usually not in the short corner, but yeah, high post or wing, and just a playmaker spot and trying to get my teams up, my teammates open shots. Yeah. So I want to talk a little about your game. What what type of player are you? Are you uh, over the rim? Are you trying to get others involved? What is your your go to type of play style? Uh, I work best in the in the fast break. Um, definitely get out and run. Try to get some easy buckets. Um, I've worked, been working on my three point shots, so I've developed that. Um, Lefty, so left hand drive is my go to. Um yeah, I can't can't give up all my all my secret stuff. Yeah, I don't know who's gonna be listening to this, but no, I mean I just I mean I try to do everything, make plays for make the right play. I try to be a the best team player I can be. I mean Yeah, nah. Yeah. You're, you know the you're, clay the it's always clogged, so I, I never I'm never getting there. So <laughs> gotta make a shot and shit like that. Um your three point shot has definitely taken some some leaps. Your your first, or the twenty twenty one twenty two season, you shot twenty five percent from three, and then last year you shot thirty eight point nine percent from three. And then your first two games, it's on, it's early, but you've been shooting around fifty four percent. So definitely can see that growth and hope that you can stay hot from three. Thank you. Yes, sir. No, my my sophomore year was definitely a a rough one with the three pointers. I want to hear about the best team or player you've played in d3 is there any specific matchup you were like dang this this guy right here is 
tough or this team, I don't know if we can we can beat them? Um, I'll say the best player I played in, in so far, probably Isaiah Brown. From where? Uh, he played at Potsdam for a year. Okay, well, what was so tough about him? I mean, he was just a lefty and was six six. Got to chicken. Yeah, had forty two and fifteen on us at home Ooh. at our place. So, yeah, yeah. now nah, he sounds so, tough. So, being at Oswego, what have you learned about yourself? Whether that's your game, your personality, what? general things have you learned about yourself um i mean i guess i learned that i care more for my teammates than i than i put on um yeah those are my i mean since i've been here it's just been basketball and the guys and like that kind of crazy that the i'm a senior and it's gonna go by yeah so i'm definitely thankful for my friends like that yeah I'm glad that you, you've had a good experience at Oswego. But to end this episode, we're going to do a little rapid fire. You ready for the rapid fire questions? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Your favorite teammate? Hale Cook. Okay. Your favorite album? Nostalgia Rodway. Really? That's recent. That's your favorite ever? I know. That, it's just the first one. It's just the okay, first one. Okay, okay. So Rob, Rob Waves your guy, though? Yeah, Rob, Rob, my guy. Heard you. And then what's been your favorite year in college so far? Freshman year. Freshman year. Why is that? The most litest. <laughs> we don't got to talk about why it was so lit. but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to do another starting five edition. And this edition is going to be current SUNYAC players. So if you were assembling a team, who would be your five players? And you only get to pick one of your teammates. Damn. All right. Um, I'm going to take Beckett for Brockport. Yeah, he's, he's nice. A, he's a bucket. I'll probably take Chad. I can only take one of my teammates. I'm taking Danny Ashley from Brockport again. Okay. So you got uh, – where are you putting Beckett at, the two or the three? Beckett's going to – Beckett will probably be at – he'll be two and three or the same thing. He'll probably play the wing. All right, wing. Then I'm and gonna then take, you got Ashley at, at your point. Then I'm going to take – God, I'm gonna take Cardi. I'm gonna take my boy Cardi. Cardi gonna be on this team. Okay. Damn. Ooh, matter of fact, yeah. Give me Jalen Warmack. He just he just got to Cortland. Okay. Yep. He's he tough. He's gonna play the two. Yep. He's gonna play the two. All right. Back, he gonna play the three. You got a big on this team yet? All right, Cardi. Cardi can easily play the five. That boy be playing okay. five for us. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Double double. So. I mean, if I could go big, but I don't know. I don't really know no skilled bigs like that in the SUNYAC. I ain't gonna hold you. I, mean, I ain't trying to. Nah, I feel you. Out. I feel you. So sub yourself into that to that lineup. Oh my goodness! I'll put yeah. Put me at the put me at the four. Put me at the four. <laughs> right at the five. I like that lineup. I heard you. That's that's tough. Um, I'm not sure if if that lineup's beating the best five in the E8 though. Well, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, Roy. <laughs> i appreciate your time my boy it's been another episode of not even d2 i'll be tuned into all oswego's games i could see good luck to you thank you thank you thank you for having me yes sir go win the natty uh, for sure